Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about measuring our sleep, our sleep quality, measuring actually what we're doing. And this is our GPS to sleep, to improved sleep. And for those of you who are not familiar with the term GPS, this is basically the technology that navigation systems use, and it's called the Global Positioning System. So it's all about positioning ourselves uh, over and over again, because if you want to reach a goal, so let's say we're in a place where we have bad sleep at the moment, and we want to go into a space where we have good or superb sleep, then it's super important to know where we're standing right now. This would be an assessment that you would start off with doing. Uh, it's very, very important to know where we want to go. You can do this with the goal card that I described in the New Year's podcast or just by writing down how you specifically want your sleep to look like, your sleep quality to look like um, when you achieved your goal, so to say. And what we have to do on the way there is to constantly measure where we are. And this is exactly how every navigation system works. Uh, it's not possible for you to navigate from point A to point B in your car uh, without your car knowing exactly where it is uh, when you start, where you want to go. That's what you have to put in uh, manually, the destination, because it can't guess that, but it can measure where you're standing right now. And then what happens is that it... Uh, as long as you're on your ride, the GPS system will constantly locate where you are if you're still on track. And if you miss a road or an exit or anything, then it will tell you that you have to correct your um, path. And this is exactly what we have to do in real life too. If we want to improve our sleep or anything else, we have to start measuring our success. And you might think, I don't have to do that. I know exactly where I am. I know exactly where I want to go. And I'm just going to do it. And in some cases, that is actually true. Uh, if you're doing um, something that you are very familiar of what you're doing, and you maybe did something like this in the past, then you're kind of got that map in your head already. And that'll work. Or in your, if you're on a motorway and you know, okay, this is a big route, we're just going up this street. I just have to, you know, do this one thing and I'm going to get there. Uh, then uh, you're fine. You don't need to do this. But for sleep, as we all know that had problems with sleep, things tend to get a little bit more complicated. We test this and that. And this is like navigating through a big, big city. Now imagine you being in New York and you might know where you have to go, but if you do not have a navigation system, you're going to be lost. Um, and this is exactly what we do when we sleep. We're going to try to go to bed earlier or get up earlier or reduce our um, TV consumption in the evening. We're going to have a bath. We're maybe taking sleeping tablets. We are reducing other things. We are um, adding stuff to our nutrition. And these are things that need a little while to play out and we really have to measure what happens because our brains will uh, actually screw us. We will think that we know exactly what we do, but we don't. And what will happen next is that we will get confused. We will think that nothing helps and that we're a victim of our insomnia. 
and this does not have to be the case. So start measuring what you're doing. This will give you a much clearer insight. You will know exactly what works and what doesn't. And if something doesn't work and you tested it for a week or something like that, then you do not have to try it again because you're done with that. And the next thing that you might be thinking or not, depending on where you're coming from right now, is why doesn't my doctor tell me to do this if this is really so important? Um, and there are two reasons for this. The first reason is that many doctors simply do not know this. So they know that measuring is important, but it is not a skill that they particularly get taught in every university to let their clients actually measure what they do when their, uh, their clients, their patients, measure what they do when they're uh, on the path to healing. And it doesn't matter. Now we're talking about insomnia, but you can spread that over to uh, other things too. That's reason number one. And there are doctors that do this and tell you to do this. So there are other ones out there too. This is very uh, generally speaking and um, just an explanation for why this might be true for your doctor. And the second reason is actually to do with us because doctors know that things tend to get complicated. We do not like to measure this. I'm not sure if you ever measured something that you did, kind of like taking a sheet of paper and really writing down the key facts every single day over a period of, let's say, four weeks. Um, things get complicated. We tend to fall off the cliff, don't do the stuff we need to do. Um, you see that maybe we do not do what our doctors tell us, so they're going to have more discussions. And this is all going to be, <clears throat> at least generally speaking, time-consuming for doctors. And that's why um, many of them are not really interested in doing that. They just simply tell you, take these tablets, do this or that. And they uh, assume that we really do it, even though we know that quite frequently we uh, bring our own stuff into the equation, which is good. You know, that's our free will of choice. Never give up your free will of choice. But we have to understand that this is making the world complicated for the doctors too. So let's get started with the exciting stuff now. How can we actually, how do we actually want to measure our success, measure our sleep improvements? Um, so if you are somebody who's very familiar with a computer, the best way to do this is actually to create a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet or a numbers spreadsheet if you're using a Mac and to just put in a couple of things that we're going to walk through right away. If you are more familiar with your smartphone and you say my smartphone is kind of like my second hand, you can also do this on your smartphones. If you've got an iPhone, you bought the right to use numbers, which is the spreadsheet on Apple uh, phones. And if you have an Android, you will be able to use Google Sheets, which is a spreadsheet too. So that's for you who are more into technology. If you are more uh, old school paper guy, like I tend to often love to use paper too, even though I use technology and spreadsheets all the time. But on some occasions I use paper and I did this when I had my slip disk. I actually, I created a spreadsheet on the computer and printed it out and used it as a sheet of paper. So, um, but you can, uh, you can simply take a piece of sheet of paper and a pen and you're ready to go. And that's it. You do not have to get over sophisticated. And sometimes you can lose yourself in technology too. Things get much more complicated than they have to be. So these are your two options. 
And the next thing that you should do, it's three things. So first thing, decide if you want to do it with technology or if you want to do it with a sheet of paper and a pen. The second thing is you should, before you even start to write down the things that we're going to measure, you should be clear about when you're going to fill in this sheet. Because if you are not clear about when you're going to do it, the likelihood of not doing it is just so so tremendously much bigger. Um, the best time for me was to do it in the morning and the evening. I had two times when I did this. So um, you might pick one time of the day. This could be at lunchtime for you. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's just important that you pick one time of the day that you know that you will constantly be reminded. So typically best is to hook it up to a habit that you already have. So let's say if you want to do it in the morning, you could say, I'm going to do it every morning after my breakfast, right away, right after the breakfast. And that way you're going to get into a process that will make it very easy for you to keep reminded that you want to do something. Um, when I track my habits, uh, I do this every evening before I go to bed. So it's a habit to do this before I brush my teeth. And that way it is super simple for me to uh, kind of follow through on these things. And you should pick one thing that you already have, an implemented habit. There's actually a word for this, it's habit stacking. And this is a, a thing that you should use. So the next and last thing that we want to do is to get a set of things that we want to measure. And there are a set of basic things that everybody of you should measure. And there's a set of individual things that you should put in there depending on your personal situation and what you want to test and try and what you want to measure if it's going to bring you to your goal. So I'll start off with the basic things that everybody of us should measure, uh, which is to put in the date. That way, it's a very simple and rudimentary thing, but that way you can see if you really measured your progress every single day or if there are a couple of uh, little holes in there. But it's better to know to have holes than not to know what you're doing. So put in the date. The second thing is that you want to put in the time that you went to bed. The third thing is that you want to put in the time that you got up. Um, you might also want to do a little bit of math and put the slip duration into that sheet. And the last thing that you always should put in there is the sleep quality. So how... Uh, how did this sleep feel for you? It was the quality good, not so good. A very easy, you, you could, you know, if you're a numbers guy, you would do something like a scale from one to 10. If you're more a visual person, then you would take, you know, little smileys where the uh, mouth starts to smile or it's neutral or it even looks a little bit sad. So these are the five things that you always want to measure. And then it starts to get up to your personal situation. So let's say you are trying to supplement yourself with magnesium. You want to write down when you take that magnesium, how much you take, and you want to see over the course of maybe seven days or 14 days, are you seeing a positive effect? The same is true if you avoid your smartphone, if you turn around your alarm clock that you can't see the time anymore, if you replace your regular lamps through blue light, reduced lamps, if you do all kinds of stuff, if you start to move your bodies, you want to write that down. 
and you want to write that down every single day and you want to always give it a couple of days time to play out. So don't do something once or twice and uh, stop doing it because it didn't work. Um, just go on, do it for a week, something like that, two weeks and see if there is some progress. For some things, you know, if you immediately notice it's getting worse, okay, stop it, of course, then stop it. But other things, give it a little bit of time, be patient, take away the pressure, see it as a game, try to see it as a game. I know it's hard, especially if we have bad sleep, our moods are often not in the space uh, that it would be if we would get a full night of sleep. But try to see it as a game uh, and see your progress. Be really proud of little small steps that you're improving. And uh, this is how we are going to use these sheets, these measurements for us to serve us. And this will give you so much more confidence when it comes to improving your sleep because you will exactly know what works and what doesn't work for you. And you'll also, if you are in treatment at a doctor, you'll also have a super good foundation to have a deep discussion with your doctor about what works and what doesn't work. And that will give your doctor much more insight, much more tools to help you even better. The last thing that I want to remind you to do is to go to sleeptrust.eu, download your free sample template as an Excel or numbers version. And if you, like me, love to use paper and a pen, there's also going to be a little picture that will inspire you how you can draw a little grit, how this can work for you. And it's very simple. The only thing, side note here, you will have to register to download this, but it's a free registration. Uh, the only thing that you will hear from me after that is a weekly email to remind you of the new podcast and maybe a couple of personal words here and there. So I hope you find this to be helpful. Download your free cheat sheet. And two weeks ago, we had a chat about willpower in this podcast and I shared a couple of inspirational thoughts on how you can train and strengthen your willpower with ease and get more reliable to doing what you say that you're going to do. And willpower is one of nine essential blocks that I use to run through every single client. It doesn't matter if it's a one-on-one, -on -one, if it's a small group coaching or if it's an online course. But what you will not find in these nine blocks is a dedicated block for measurement. And the reason is it's like air. We have to do it as soon as we start to get into complex change. And that's what we want to do when we improve our sleep. Then we have to start measuring our progress. And it's an essential part of everything that I do. And um, the good news is you can do it on your own now. Start measuring your progress today because we all want to use this GPS. We do not want to fly in blind mode through a big city because eventually we're going to get lost. And in the case that we got lost, it's always good to ask for advice. And this can be your doctor. This can also be a coach. Doesn't have to be me, but ask for advice if you feel lost. With that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. When we are improving our sleep, then measuring what we are doing is actually our GPS system securing that we are still on track. You can do so by using a spreadsheet on your computer or your smartphone or by simply using a sheet of paper. There are a couple of things that everybody wants to measure like the time when you go to bed and get up and your sleep quality and others that really have to match your personal situation. 
And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about the hidden psychology insomnia traps. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.